You're listening to That YA Podcast. Fall for you. Episode 10. I worsened her anxiety. I worsened her. Megan brought me up and I brought her down. I'm a mess up. There's something in me that fucks with people's lives. That fucks with myself. That worsens all in the immediate area around me. Plaster a caution sign on my back. Warning, human disaster in progress. Look out, people. Step back, step away. Come too close and I'll ruin your life too. I just walked away from her. Picking up my bag from where she threw it. Throwing my cans. My cans that weren't even for anything illegal. But hey, I guess this is what you get from someone who thinks you're a liar this whole time. Why would you trust someone who loves you? No, I'm nothing but a liar. Fuck that. Fuck her. Why do I care? Not like I haven't been left before. Nothing new in the life of Des. Dad checked out years ago. Mum's in her own little world, doesn't give two shits about my life. My friends from my old school? No messages from them at all. We weren't that close. I guess that's a good thing. I might have ruined their lives too. If there was an award for the biggest screw-up, I'd placed first, second and third. Yep, that's what I'm going to get plastered on me from now on. Look out, world. Des is here. Hide your ambitions and dreams, or I'll stomp them to dust and leave you broken in the rubble. Let's list my achievements for the day, shall we? School. Doesn't want me. Museum. Community service mandated. No one there really wants me. Oh, I'm sure there'll be great references for my resume. Serves time well. Didn't vandalise the shop again. Home. Doesn't realise I'm there 90% of the time. Megan. Wishes I wasn't there 100% of the time, apparently. Is going to be school president. Has to do homework instead of talking to me. Lectures me to get a hobby that won't get me in trouble, but doesn't give me credit when I do. I changed for her. I thought I did everything she wanted, but I still wasn't good enough. Great. Just what I needed. A smashed set of headphones. Hey, Des, you know how you listen to music to block out the world? Not happening today. Oh, looky. Just to make things better, the bus isn't running either. Just great. Perfect. Let me guess. It'll start raining too. Maybe a grand piano will drop out of the sky and put me out of my misery. Like a flashback to 50s-style movie humour. Ah! Oi, what are you doing? I'm calling the cops. Call them then. Can't make this worse than it already is. Nosy up themselves, assholes. Snot-nosed people never seen a girl crying and talking into her phone before. Fighting with her jacket pocket and in general being a mess. Blame the cancel for flimsy bus stops, not the person who just wanted to kick something that wasn't a living being. I hurt them just fine with my presence alone. (laughs) Of course this happened today. The day I was told I wouldn't be granted a scholarship next year. Oh, but you can come back if you have tuition. Condescending much? They damn well know I can't afford to pay my way. I can barely afford to buy a textbook, let alone a year's wage on tuition. What's the point of anything anymore? What did Meg say? A break? A gap? Sure, Megs, we can take a break, but don't expect to be able to repair what is left because I'm not planning on leaving any pieces big enough to hurt anyone anymore. 
Mikey declined people? No problem, let me show you what to do. I've decided this recording on the go thing is much better than pacing in my bedroom. People are already staring at my eyeliner-streaked face and swollen eyes. Why not add talking to the mix? At least they'll stay away from me. It's not like the inspectors are going to grow a heart and let me on without a ticket. Looking around, there's no one. Hoisting myself off with my hands, I swing my legs over the yellow gate and boom, into the ticketed area. No Mikey money needed. Now if people would just move to the damn left on this escalator, I'd rather not hip and shoulder 20 people out of my way just to make it to the train. There aren't any ticketies on the train. Too packed. I'm taking that as a sign of my day turning around. Now if mum's not home, that would be fantastic. What's the right word for what I'm feeling right now? Like my hopes have been dashed, taken, ripped from under me. No, drowned. By a drunken sing-along I can hear from two houses down. I wonder if there's a perfect German word for this feeling. At least over the music and drunken impression of Pat Benatar, mum won't hear me walk in. Sometimes I just wish I had a TV family. The type on sitcoms that gather around, eating chocolate and watching movies. The one where the brother is an asshole, but then he comes and gives you the last block of chocolate so you know he cares. Not happening. Highly doubt mum's going to suggest some mani-pedis and Tim Tams to make me feel better. First things first, I have to get out of this stupid uniform. Bye skirt. Bye blazer. Bye stupid long socks. Hello, worn-out hoodie and jeans. What? I don't want to be here anyway. Desiree! Kicked out. For what? Because I lost my scholarship? No school means no house these days? Sure, why not? My school called, she said. Of course they did. I don't give a crap anymore, and I don't know when or why she started giving a crap. Oh, wait. She didn't, seeing as she told me to get out of my house. I told her to get out of my room when she started shouting at me. She was making my room stink like off wine and smokes, and I can't deal with that right now. She just lost it at me, more, calling me an ungrateful little cow, asked me did I want to throw every opportunity down the drain, waste my life, end up a bum? Her, lecturing me. I told her I'd like that plenty. That I'd be happier out there alone than having to deal with her. So she told me, if you don't like it, leave. I left when I was 17, pregnant no less. Get out if you don't want to be here. Go start your life in the big world. See if it treats you as well as I do. What a joke. It's like 6 o'clock now. No friends' houses I can crash at. No relatives to help. A hoodie and a backpack of paint, my main possessions. I've just been walking. Heading down along the Maribyrnong River. Thinking about all the shit that's gone on in the last few months. Seriously, I let this girl walk into my life. Met her parents and what happens? I fuck it up. Over and over again. I fucked up my entire life in the span of 10 hours. Imagine what I could do with a week. I'm sitting in an alcove of Spotty Abando now. 
dead leaves and a suspicious looking bottle of yellow coke for company. The floor's littered with chip wrappers and I've been swiping at them with my feet, cleaning a space just in front of me for no reason but to fidget. Let me paint the beautiful picture that is Spotty Abando. A four-story old warehouse, crumbling concrete walls, raw iron stairs leading to the fourth floor, railing mostly intact, most of the third floors collapsed, and a good smattering of needles on the floor from junkies looking for a place to squat. There's broken chairs and smashed toilet pieces littering the floor when you walk further in, and a few rooms that people have kicked out the walls, beams and patches of plaster intact, stopping the place from being completely open. The back of the building faces the train line between Footscray and South Kensington, perfect place for a piece to be seen from the train windows. No one around, there's no point in being quiet. Walking the length of the building, cans rattling, I'm just walking along the walls, looking at the pieces covering them. Shitty newbies mixed with well-known artists, all crowded against each other, but never overlapping. Staring at them, I'm just as good as all these guys. But if any of them seen me painting, they'd ask where my boyfriend was, and why I was using his paint. Bunch of asshole lads. Bet they don't have girlfriends that tell them not to paint. Bet they don't have to deal with this shit. With the amount of crap that's been dumped on me, I don't want to cap someone's work. Knowing me, it would start beef and I have enough of that in my life. Most lads might be assholes, but they're not the person you want to get into a fight with. Easily bruised ego, these guys. Imagine if they looked at their piece covered by something better and finding out it was a girl. <laughs> Wounded egos all round. I'm placing my feet carefully as I make my way up these stairs. Rusted out holes and puddles of water covered nearly every step, but keeping to the edges seem alright. I can see the light fading when I make it to the fourth floor. I'm surrounded by boarded up and smashed windows, probably from kids throwing rocks. I can see the train line out the window, and even though I don't have the same view as the outside gives, I can tell this is the perfect spot to get my art out, out of my skin, out of my body. The roof's fallen in in big chunks, and water's started seeping into the floor, making the concrete weaker than the other levels. I reach the edge of the room and climb out of a window that is missing nearly all of its glass and facing directly at the train line. out on the window ledge. I've put my backpack down. Oh, I've got to check my leg. I grazed my shin on a bit of shard of the glass, about as big as my forearm. The ledge I'm sat on is about three feet wide, so I have my arm in the window for balance as I roll up my jeans. Why do I have to make these things so tight? Seriously, I could barely pull this shit up over my calf. <laughs> Okay, there's no glass in there. My jeans are just ruined with the cut. It's not even nice enough to try and pretend it's a fashionable rip. My leg's not bleeding too much, but I'm leaning against the window frame now and easing my shoe off and wrapping my sock around the cut. I don't think it'll keep bleeding for long, especially with the tightness of these jeans holding it in place. Probably going to need a tetanus shot now. With my shoe back on, it's nice up here. No people, no noise, only trains and wind rattling by. It's such a clear night, 
I feel lighter from being here already, but not light enough. The spot behind my eyes is pounding, and my throat feels strained. Glancing at the wall next to me, I know what I want to do. I usually sketch beforehand, but this I could do straight from my brain. A piece that I've drawn a million times in my mind. Blue and purple faded infill. Black outline with a pinpoint 3D. No bubbles, no bullshit arrows. Straight line block pick, stretching as tall as I can reach with a white shine. Something simple in my life would be welcomed right now. I've lined up the cans and I'm itching to paint, but I slow myself, really wanting to make this debate piece work. Nibs on the tins, none are blocked, seeing as I haven't used them in what feels like years. Grabbing a shitty export can for my outline, I start to sketch, messy lines overlapping, but this part doesn't matter. An outline is the grey lead to your fine liner. It'll be covered in the end. Starting the fill feels like home. Fat cap in hand, spraying left to right across the piece. Easing up my pressure when I reach the middle, leaving less pigment, ready to merge and layer the middle colour. Mum, school, it all slips away as my arms follow the familiar movements and I lose myself in the feeling of finally doing something right. I grab the last can of chrome and start adding my final touches to the shine. Using my phone torch, I'm checking for drips. It's dark and cold out here now. The wind's picked up since they came, and I'm really regretting not being more careful on that window. My shin starts to ache. I need to get out of here. Maybe go to the museum and see if I can bunk in the office for the night. About to step through the window, one of my cans rolls off the edge and hits the floor. Spinning to look around, my phone torch is still on when it shines on their high-vis vests. Bang! Eyes straight up at me and the cops yell out, Stay where you are now! Really? Really? This? They just flicked on their lights so I know I'm about to get arrested. I'm done for the night. I may as well try not to have Vandal on my record. Plus, they're at the front side. I can make it to the side fence if I'm fast enough. You're under arrest. Drop the phone and get up. Take off the backpack, please. Okay, stop. I'll take off it. Stop. Stop. I'm coming with you. Fine. I'm going.